0: You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Barry So did we say f- 35 minutes or so? Yes. Okay. Hello, ladies. Can everybody hear me in the back? Yes, no. How about that? Is that better? okay so i'm going to do my best to cover a lot of ground uh... if we get into an area that i don't cover enough let's save some questions for the end and i'll try and reserve enough time at the uh, conclusion so we can wrap up and at least i can attempt to answer your questions and i'll hang around afterwards and uh... do my best to spend as much time with you if you want to have any um, of my opinions on the stuff that i didn't cover enough Um, Real quickly before we start, um, uh, my assistant producer, um, Sutton Porter, is going to walk around with a sign-up sheet if you want to sign up for our email list, and you'll get things like my speeches and things that we write and publish uh, nationally, shows that I do if you want to stay connected uh, and get my insights on what I think is going on. We'd welcome uh, all of you to sign up. It's free. So... um, you get what you pay for but this is good free stuff Um, today here's what I'm going to talk about Uh, six topics first um, the status of the primaries and where I think things are going Uh, secondly Hillary's email situation and what I think is going to happen legally to her Uh, third Muslim immigration into Europe and what's happening in the United States Uh, fourth I'm going to talk about Iran and give you the update on the JCPOA Um, I'll spend a minute or two on Apple versus the federal government, because I think you should understand the constitutional issue that's being argued in court. And uh, finally, I'll tell you a little bit about American Truth Project, which is our way of getting the word out uh, through our nonprofit. So let's start with the uh, elections as of um, Sunday night. It's going to change today with the primaries. Uh, There's voting going on uh, in Hawaii, uh, Michigan, Idaho, uh, and Mississippi today. Uh, which there's um, 1932 59 and 40 delegates uh, up on the GOP side doesn't matter on the Democratic side that's a done deal so I don't really do any commentary uh, of Hillary versus um, a communist As of, as of Sunday night's count, uh, Donald Trump was at 382, uh, Cruz is at 300, Rubio after winning Puerto Rico uh, at 151, which includes all the felons and the Puerto Rican jails were allowed to vote. <laughs> I don't understand that. And they can't even vote in the general election. And um, Kasich in last place and doesn't really matter. So let me tell you what I think is going on. Um, There is a fractionalization in the GOP, which we talked about a little bit with the ladies at lunch. Um, The GOP establishment is infuriated and uh, I would say very threatened by the fact that someone that doesn't listen to their policy uh, and their methodology is probably going to win uh before the convention absent what's going on now in florida and we're going to see in a couple days that whether that's going to be effective uh there's no chance that donald trump will not will not have enough delegates by the time uh, everybody gathers in cleveland and what i'm referring to uh in Florida, they're calling it surround sound against Trump. Mm-hmm. They have bought so much airtime, every single possible commercial that could be bought has been bought up against Donald Trump in Florida, paid for by PACS and um, on a minor basis, uh, Rubio's direct campaign and Cruz's direct campaign, because it's Marco Rubio's last stand. If he doesn't win, his campaign is over, and it will come down to two people, in my opinion, uh, specifically being Ted Cruz and Donald Trump. My personal opinion is, if it's a brokered convention, it'll fracture the Republican Party, and the Republican Party will be in big trouble. Does that mean you ladies can't hear me? So, here's the big question for GOP women that want to know what's going to happen in November this is scary news as of a couple of days ago when you compare Marco Rubio on a national basis to Hillary Clinton anybody know who wins Marco Rubio by a landslide on every single national poll Ted Cruz versus Hillary Ted Cruz wins, but not by as much, about half as much. Donald Trump versus Hillary. Hillary beats him in every single national poll now let's not get too discouraged let me tell you what I think is going to happen if you saw some of the interviews that Trump has done in the last few days he's beginning to moderate moderate his his delivery he's a little bit less aggressive he's a little bit less uh, insulting And I hope that continues. I truly, truly do. Because we're not fighting for the Republican vote. We're not fighting for the Democratic vote. We're fighting for the middle. And the middle in this country decides every national election. Don't kid yourself. If everyone that's a Democrat voted and everyone that's a Republican voted, we would never elect anybody ever again on a national basis. It's the middle that decides. And if the middle doesn't vote, we lose. And if the middle votes, And we present well, Trump wins, who I think is gonna be our candidate. I also think, by the way, in case anyone cares, I think Chris 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 Christie will be the Attorney General. Um, They've already floated that. I think uh, Ben Carson will be Surgeon General. And I think, (laughs) he's a very nice man, by the way. I spent some time with him last month. And uh, I think John Kasich is running for Vice President at this point. By the way, um, according to a leading House Democrat who I had dinner with two weeks ago, the Democrats are the most afraid of John Kasich. And the reason they are is because he is a moderate who can appeal to the middle and they're afraid of that. Just inside scoop from the Democratic Party. Um, Let's talk about something that's really, really, really important about this campaign and that's Hillary Clinton's emails. there's not a doubt in my mind that she's committed over a thousand felonies anyone that tells you it doesn't matter what was on her server because they weren't classified when they're on her server and by the way that's Hillary's speech that she gives every day when she's asked that that is a complete fabrication Mm -hmm. everybody at state the same as everybody in the US military above a certain rank captain and above um, especially the admirals and I was with an admiral a couple days ago and we went over this in great detail has to sign a very very strict NDA non-disclosure agreement that says in essence that anything you disclose until such time as it has been declared able to be disclosed you're responsible for anything in your possession that you keep in an insecure place you are responsible for it doesn't matter if it has a stamp on it because you are deemed by your position to know better than to keep something in an insecure place for example if someone gives you information about troop movements and you scribble it down and you leave it on the kitchen table on the day that the housekeeper comes You are not protecting that information. It doesn't have to say classified or secret or top secret or in Hillary's case, SAP. SAP is what's called special access program information and it is so top secret that the inspector general that was tasked with inspecting her email server wasn't allowed to read those emails because he wasn't cleared he was only cleared by state for top secret they were on a server in a closet in an apartment building in Colorado that's where her server was there are at least three to four countries that have believed to have hacked into that server and have access to top secret and above top secret information. Here's the breaking news as of two days ago. Dennis Pagliano, if you know who that guy is, was her employee at State, tasked with developing this private, off-the-books email server system. He appeared before the Senate last year, and do you know what he said when he was asked questions? I plead the Fifth Amendment against self-incrimination under advice of counsel. Now, under our Constitution, we're not allowed to judge what that means, but everybody knows what that means, because nobody does that if they've got anything to hide. But you can't force someone under our Constitution to incriminate themselves. So what happened? The Justice Department gave him immunity from prosecution. And the only reason anyone is ever given immunity is you want to know who... Up above him did it whatever it is that's how they break the mob that's how they go after organized crime that's how they go after interstate commerce violations they get the guy and they say look you're facing 20 years you want to walk who do you work for what did he know or she know give that up and you go free he is now testifying behind closed doors The story is there's an indictment being prepared an indictment request being prepared by the FBI Maybe. The FBI is the investigatory arm of the federal government, and they have to go to the district attorney for an indictment. The district attorney on the federal level is the attorney general. The attorney general is a political appointment. Mrs. Lynch works directly for President Obama. If she is doing her job ethically and honorably, She will look into the information and probably process an indictment. If, on a political basis, the Democrats, and she is a Democrat and a very um, active one, as is her boss, the President of the United States, decide to sit on it, so Hillary gets the nomination, which she will if she just shows up, then what happens? Well, here's what the FBI says. There are a number of people that say if the Justice Department sits on the indictment, they will leak it. They will leak the evidence and the request and the write-up to the public, and it'll be in the press. The deadline for this, the FBI has said, will be May. So by May, we'll know what's in there, one way or the other. There's not a chance she gets elected president if that leaks. So then what happens, ladies, my prediction is Joe Biden will be drafted at the convention. That's why he's out on a world speaking tour right now representing the president of the United States. They're preparing him to take over. That's my prediction in regards to Hillary. Joe Biden is, is kind of a goofy old grandfather type. Um, he's a nice guy. He's kind of senile. He forgets who he's talking to. He grabs women's butts in meetings and then giggles. And and he kind of has that sort of personality. Most people don't even know who he is. In the middle, they, nobody knows who he is. Democrats will know. He's been around a long, long, long time. And Democrats love him. But he's not charismatic. He's not a name. He's not gonna draw crowds. And he won't beat a Republican if he is the nominee in my opinion so we talked about at lunch General Petraeus he um, he was disgraced and thrown out of the military for uh, about um, eight violations uh, of his NDA I mean he, he screwed up he gave him to his girlfriend mistress uh, who was using it for a book I mean I'm not defending him but in terms of magnitude there are 2200 emails that have been discovered uh, on Hillary's servers that were uh, classified to some degree uh, something uh, in the area of uh, up to 20 SAP which are the top 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 secret what the Admiral told me I said have you ever gotten SAP he goes absolutely of course I said how do you get them he said by courier and the courier waits while i read it and then the courier takes it back i'm not even allowed to keep a copy there's sap on her server they're usually never duplicated they're never circulated electronically because they haven't they have have to do with active in the field timely movements of troops materials and secret information so, just that alone carries a penalty of several hundred years. So, the, the Question is what happens with uh, Brian Magliano and and what he's going to testify to all right let's let's talk about Muslim immigration into Europe this is so scary because it's coming here when I say here I mean like a couple miles that way in El Cajon um, I spoke uh, a few weeks ago in um, Pomona to the state um, Republican Women's Federation and there were a number of ladies there that ran clubs in San Bernardino and they say it's horrifying whole neighborhoods are now um, uh, populated with people going to mosques every day they they, they're in the schools none of them work they're all on a hundred percent support of your federal government and nobody there was allowed to vote and everyone there signed petitions saying no, and the, the refugees showed up. So, before I talk about what's happened in Europe, uh, let's talk about what the word refugee means. Uh, under the UN designation, a refugee is someone fleeing imminent immediate harm, or bodily injury, or death. And as soon as they flee that area, they are no longer a refugee. They become an immigrant, or someone that has voluntarily moved. In other words, you don't leave a, um, an area around Aleppo in Syria and go to Sweden as a refugee. You go to an area next door like Turkey or Iraq or um, Jordan or Saudi Arabia or the UAE where there are numerous places these people could be housed uh, for about one one-hundredth the amount of money. What's happening is the Islamification of Europe and it's happening on an enormous, unprecedented in human history scale. Let's talk about some statistics. In Sweden there have been 5,000 incidents involving migrants since October uh, that has law enforcement out of control scared. Uh, 600 assaults against local populations in the last 90 days, four rapes, two bomb threats, 450 fights. They've started 58 fires. They've been proven to be involved in 130, 194 violent crimes, uh, including robbery, rape, murder, and so on. What's really terrifying, have anyone heard about the ISIS handbook? There have been thousands of these taken off these refugees that are written in Arabic with specific instructions as to how to infiltrate the home country and carry out what you've been assigned to do. They're told to shave their beards, they're told to act Christian, as in wearing a crucifix around their neck. Uh, They shave their hair. They're supposed to speak in the local language. They don't pray in public. They don't go to mosques. They have meetings in nightclubs where it's loud, so they can plan their activities without being overheard. These booklets are available on the Internet. If you go to Pam Geller's site, she published it. You can see what it says. And they've been found in the United States along the Texas border. When people are being picked up, they drop them in the sand. Because they don't want to be picked up and associated with ISIS. Are you getting this? They're here with a mission. They were sent with a mission. If you read on it, if you watch NBC, you see these really sad lines of people carrying babies and old ladies, you know, and push carts and so on. 90% of the immigrants are between the ages of 18 and 35, and they're single males traveling alone. No families, no women, no children. They go into a new country, commit massive amounts of crime, live amongst themselves, do not assimilate, and speak only to other people from their countries. And like I said, many of them have a handbook about what they're supposed to do, where they go. Do all you ladies know what happened on New Year's Eve in Germany, Cologne, Germany? Thousands of women were sexually assaulted or just assaulted by roving mobs of Muslim men, who took it upon themselves to teach the German girls a lesson it's the biggest crime spree in Germany in decades but get this the response is even scarier than the crime the mayor of Cologne Henrietta Riker came out with a publication that suggests that German women caused it by being inviting of sexual assault and you can look it up and it's translated out of the german into the english so she is correcting her citizenry to stop inciting muslim men to commit rape german men and their families turned out in thousands to protest and the german police were directed to turn the water cannons on the protesters which they did and she's still in office the theory is that um, president merkel's government will fall over this because they're accepting so many refugees into the country that are not assimilating and the crime wave in germany is unbelievable in sweden Margot Wallstrom, their Social Democratic Foreign Minister, said that the refugee flow into her country, and it's, which has 9 million people in Sweden, is so big the current system in Sweden is on the brink of a collapse. She said they'll accept another 190 to 200,000 refugees into Sweden this year, and that's the size of the population of Indiana coming into the United States every year. it's it's the social democratic progressive liberal feeling that we need to save the world even if that's going to destroy our ourselves listen to this this will shock you this came out yesterday the largest church in Sweden there's a, a bishop that runs this church it's a lady and she announced yesterday that coastal churches in Sweden should take down their crosses <gasps> So that Muslims entering the country through the seaports are not offended. And they feel more welcome. She has also recommended that the churches in Sweden have a prayer room set up so Muslims can enter the churches and pray towards Mecca. Look it up. By the way, we were talking about this, the ladies at the table. You don't see this on CBS, do you? On the nightly news? don't even. Yeah, exactly. The response among the various leaders in Europe is, is absolutely terrifying there's a professor of anthropology in Oslo Norway who said the raping of Norwegian women is caused by the Norwegian women who don't take responsibility for the way they appear in public and that they need to take their share fair of responsibility because Muslim men have found their manner of appearance provocative Norwegian women she says must be counseled so that we live in a multicultural society and we must adapt ourselves to it there were six teenage boys in Sweden convicted of raping a 15 year old brutally they were just tried and convicted the sentences for five of the six boys this is aggravated rape were 100 hours of community service. And the sixth boy that brutalized her the worst got slightly more than 100 hours of community service. One more case, I've got hundreds of these. Majid is a 17-year-old Iraqi immigrant in Sweden. He stabbed his sister Maria to death 107 times with two knives and a scissor for running out on her husband in a forced marriage in Iraq and escaping to the family in Sweden. He was tried for premeditated murder, he was convicted and he was sentenced to four years the average sentence is 25 years in sweden but they didn't want to offend the muslim population this is happening in El Cajon and San Bernardino where the two terrorists that slaughtered all those people at the community center if not for interdiction by luck of local police would have killed several hundred more they had thousands of rounds of armor-piercing weaponry and ammunition in the back of their car when they were stopped And there was a shootout and thank God they were killed. They were on their way to a mass murder. We don't know where, it's in the iPhone. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. Okay, let's talk about Iran. Let's start with some background. Do we know what the deal with Iran is called? yeah <laughs> i didn't ask for the adjective i asked for the noun um it's called the jcpoa the joint comprehensive plan of action it started out as a treaty when president obama talked about it in the rose garden six months ago he said they're very close to concluding the treaty with iran um, a month later it was downgraded to an agreement When Iran said they weren't going to sign it, it became an understanding. Now it's a series of policies that the United States intends to follow. There are two main parties to this, the West and Iran. Anyone want to guess who didn't sign this agreement? Iran Iran has never signed it. In fact, it went before the parliament, in Tehran, and under instructions from the Supreme Leader, it was rejected in its entirety. It has never been signed. And based on that, we gave them $150 billion to use at their 100% sole discretion. John Kerry appeared before the Senate and said, I'm sure some of this money is going to go to terrorism. We can't control the money once we give it to him. He said that in advance. Yeah. The Senate voted against it. We did it anyway. When I say we, I mean the United States of America. What are they doing with that money? I'll tell you what they're doing with that money. They have just concluded the largest purchase of advanced jet fighters in the history of the world. They're buying the super advanced Chinese jet fighters, most of which are manufactured with technology stolen from Northrop Grumman. They are really good combat aircraft. They're buying the long-range missile systems from Russia and the short-range missile systems from Russia. They've met with Airbus. They're going to make the biggest buy in the history of passenger aircraft. Boeing's not there, but the rumor is Boeing is trying to get an appointment to sell them anything. They're buying two to three new nuclear power plants from Russia. This is with your money. Well, some of it's your money, some of it was their money we've been sitting on since the Shah fell. And here's the really, really ugly part. Iran is sending money to the Palestinians in the West Bank for the control of the Palestinian Authority, which is being dispersed at the rate of $7,000 for every Palestinian that attempts to kill an Israeli. And if that family is caught and their house is demolished, that family gets $30,000 to buy a new house. And what did the United States do? Nothing. What did the UN do? Nothing. The Senate announced they were going to sanction Iran. And so you know what the White House's response was? John Kerry went before the Senate Foreign Relations Committee last week and begged them not to introduce new sanctions as they would not be helpful at this time. (laughs) This is for a regime. That has a middle finger 500 feet high <laughs> about the United States and still burns American flags and still calls America the great Satan etc 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 I'm scared to death about what Iran is going to do with the rest of the money but it can't be good I'll tell you one inside story that I was told by um, A very prominent Democratic congressman the other day and I asked him I said why did Kerry push so hard on this deal what's your personal opinion and he said I know John Kerry very well I've met with him a dozen times on this deal and he happens to be one of the people that lobbied very heavily against the deal one of the four Democrats in the house to do it he said that Kerry pushed this deal because he wants desperately to get the Nobel Peace Prize and it's a very open secret in Washington that he's going to be nominated and that's why he's doing it Um, real quickly Khomeini the supreme leader issued nine conditions that if they were added to the JCPOA they would consider signing it um, things like uh, there can never be a sanction against Iran. There can never be a sanction threatened against Iran. Uh, they get to send their enriched uranium to wherever they want. There will never be an inspection of the Iraq, that's ARAK, reactor site, which is where they've been uh, enhancing uranium for 20 years. Uh, the UN will drop all investigation into the past, and the reason he wants that is the UN Inspector General. For the iaea announced three weeks ago that iran has had an active nuclear program to develop nuclear weapons for 18 years Mm -hmm. in violation of several dozen un resolutions which by the way all of which would are supposed to result in massive sanctions and the un did nothing and the united states did nothing not good let's talk about uh just a couple minutes left. I'll talk to you about Apple versus the federal government. Um, the reason why this is such an important case is the FBI believes there's 18 minutes of time, of which there might be a dozen or so um, text messages on that phone between the perpetrators of the mass murder and the people that were organizing it and giving them instructions. The reason they can't open it is because the guys smashed the phone before they were killed and it's an encrypted phone. The FBI could break the old iPhones. The new one has an encryption on it. So any of you that carry an iPhone, it's, it's basically unbreakable. The FBI can't break it. And they've asked Apple to do it and Apple has refused for about 15 reasons that are mostly commercial and say it's an invasion of privacy and they're sorry that people might die but it's not their problem my solution i won't get into the legal and the constitutional issues are what i would suggest is you put the fbi in a room with a dozen apple engineers and the fbi guys on this side reading a book and the apple guys are over here and they say okay we broke the phone Here are the email messages, here are the text messages, here are the numbers that were called. Come look, write them all down, thank you very much, please leave the room and they destroy the phone. And that's the end of it. The owner of that phone is the community center that signed a consent that day to break the phone. Apple refuses. It's now going up to its fourth court. It's probably going to go all the way to the Supreme Court and it may not be decided for a year or two. By that time, I imagine those people that they reported to are not gonna be available. Okay, real quick about uh, ATP. Um, People have been asking me for a number of years, is there a way that you can get this out that everybody knows about it? And I can't make enough speeches and I can't go on enough television shows um, because that would be my whole life and I still wouldn't reach enough people because when you go on a show, like I'm on One American News every week, you have about three or four minutes and it's, it's within a very tight discussion period and uh, you've got three producers with suggestions and blah, 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 and it's, you, you can't do what we're doing here today. So we came up with the idea of American Truth Project, which Sutton's going around and getting your signups on. The whole purpose is, we, it's a nonprofit. If you want to donate, it's tax deductible. And the whole purpose is to get information like this out. That's why we're taping and sending it out to thousands of people across the country that pick it up Um, my report on the iran nuclear project was broadcast on israeli national radio to the country of israel a couple months ago as an example and we can reach a lot more people that way so i'd appreciate if you would sign up and if anyone ends up sending in money that's great i'll send you a united states constitution and i'll write you a little note about it so that's kind of my as fast as i can talk um,